T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning. I am Tanja Williams, and I am the superintendent of the Buffalo Public Schools. And we uh, wanted to have a press conference this morning um, to answer any questions that the media might have regarding um, the results of a fact finder decision that we received this past Monday. Um, on this past Monday, we received uh, the results of the fact finder sharing um, what his recommendations were regarding negotiations with uh, the BTF. I need to say that the district has remained committed to helping to ensure that all of our teachers receive a fair, competitive contract. That is what we want. That is what we have always wanted from the very start. And so here I have um, my negotiation team who has showed up to every meeting uh, that we've had. I've inserted myself into negotiation meetings. Uh, this is a team that has showed up prepared and ready to negotiate. We want a contract for our teachers. We have settled 10, 10 out of 11 contracts with different unions, different bargaining units within the district. And, you know, we won't rest until we get 11 out of 11. I have to say that the time is always right to do what is right. We want to get a contract for our teachers. I'm going to turn things over to our chief negotiator. He's our chief legal counsel, Nate Kuzma. Yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, Dr. Williams, and uh, good morning, members of the media. You know, thank you for joining us today. We figured it'd be best to get everybody together uh, to answer all of your questions as opposed to doing a, a one-off um, with each of you individually. You know, as uh, Dr. Williams said, I'm Nate Kuzma, uh, general counsel and chief negotiator in BTF, uh, in these BTF negotiations. And as Dr. Williams, I'm, you know, we uh, have, con have been consistent in saying that it is amongst our top priorities to settle uh, our contract with our, with our teachers who are vital uh, to the work uh, that we're doing in this district to bring it to the next level. Uh, they show up day in and day out, you know, to do the very difficult work that's required, you know, in our district, and they, they deserve uh, a new contract. Uh, and, and that is why, you know, this past June, uh, we, as a school district, you know, asked the Public Employee Relations Board, PERB, to appoint a fact finder. 
you know, at that point in time, we were billions of dollars apart. And to any, in my view, any objective person that was looking at that could see that that was, uh, this wasn't a situation where you, you, you meet in the middle, you know. Compromise is often, you know, as negotiations are, is some meet in the middle, you know. But we, we could not do that um, in light of, of the Federation's position at that point in time. And, and we asked PERB uh, to, to appoint somebody to come in and be a neutral, uh, unbiased uh, third party uh, to uh, collect evidence, uh, hear the positions of both sides, um, and to render a report and recommendations on the issues. Uh, that process did play out through the fall. Um, both parties were permitted the opportunity to make initial submissions, to reply to the submissions of the other parties in writing with affidavits and evidence and statistics and data. And then in early January, we held a, uh, a meeting with the fact finder where he asked clarifying questions of the parties and there was the opportunity um, you know, to submit additional information to him at that point in time. Um, and the results of that process uh, came down uh, this past uh, Monday. Uh, we received the results from Mr. Redden. Um, and I want to thank uh, the Public Employee Relations Board, you know, for, their, for its efforts. And I want to thank Mr. Redden uh, for his efforts. Uh, he's an experienced lawyer, uh, a lifelong lawyer uh, in, in this field. Uh, he's a local gentleman. Um, he's very familiar. Uh, and, and he, if you listen to what the party said heading into prior to the decision, um, he understood the issues. Uh, he asked good questions, and you know both parties were awaiting you know the results. Um, and I want to thank him for his you know commitment and uh, deliberation, and ultimately you know his recommendations. Which the idea is that it would be helpful you know to the parties um, in in bringing finality uh, to to this impasse. We were consistent and have been consistent all along on what our priorities were in this negotiation and what our priorities were in fact-finding. And that was providing a fair and competitive compensation package, including salaries and the like, to our teachers. They deserve raises. And we are well-financed at this point in time to make an investment, a real meaningful investment that will have a tremendous impact on our 3,800 teachers and their families. Uh, second, we uh, prioritized health insurance. It's one of our greatest expenditures after teacher salaries. You know, we spend $150 million in total on health insurance a year. That's uh, about 15% of our overall budget for actives and retirees. And the market, um, you know, it continues to increase in that area. And, you know, we wanted to bring our contract more in line with what teachers in the region were contributing and, uh, and on the retiree health insurance, you know, eliminating that for new hires because that's a benefit that unlike uh, our regional peers uh, that we have here that they, they do not. Um, thirdly, we, we were uh, 
presented evidence on, on our athletic coaches and how they are hired. Um, you know, we want to ensure we have a lot of great coaches in Buffalo, certainly Bennett, Lafayette soccer, Bennett football, Lafayette soccer, two examples of that, City Honors Volleyball. Uh, you know, great coaches, there are a lot of examples. I've just selected three, but we want to ensure that all of our students, all of our student athletes have the very best, most qualified coach, um, you know, teaching them in that extracurricular activity. And lastly, you know, the bell time uh, issue, you know, that has been widely talked about in terms of the district's issue right now with the national bus driver shortage and the impact that that's had on Buffalo. And, um, you know, we felt very strongly, you know, and presented evidence and facts as to how that would address, uh, changing the bell times uh, would address that situation. And that was after we had tried a whole lot of other strategies to try to, um, to, try to address that issue. And the fact finder uh, took in evidence from, from, you know, both sides and the BTF certainly had its priorities, you know, and w among them was wages and salary. And, you know, the fact finder made a, an unbiased, neutral fact finder made a recommendation based on the evidence and the facts that were submitted. Um, and, you know, we, we believe now is the time, uh, you know, based on this decision to settle this contract. The time is now uh, to do this and to get it done. Um, you know, and, and we, you know, it's, we, there has been a lot of public sparring uh, in regard to these issues, uh, which in my view is not productive. It's destructive uh, to negotiate in that way. Um, but we feel it necessary um, because these issues are out in the public and we want to be transparent uh, when they're out in the public on how we feel and we want to tell our story. And so, um, you know, we believe this, uh, you know, these recommendations form the, the blueprint uh, for an agreement. And it is the anchor uh, that will anchor us uh, in our positions moving forward. And we're really ready to move beyond the issues that were addressed by the fact finder, negotiate some of the other issues that were, uh, that were not addressed in that report and get this contract done. You know, it's to note uh, that every day that goes by is money out of our teachers' pockets. Every day, every delay, every day you wait is money that they should have that they're not getting. We want to put money in our teachers' pockets now. We've offered a package that's valued at $225 million. That is more than double what we settled this contract for in 2016 after a 12-year impasse. So this is, we believe the entire time, this was not insulting. We, we made an offer that was fact-based, that was data-driven, that was fair and that would make our district amongst one of the most competitive places in the region to come and work from a financial compensation package. And I think what you've seen in the report was a recognition and a validation of our reasonable approach 
this entire time. When you take an unreasonable position and you're so far out of where, even if it's a principled approach, I get it, but when you're so far outside of reality and then you continue to double down on that, it's not going to be rewarded by somebody that's neutral in looking at this from the outside. What is going to be rewarded is a commitment to fair and good faith negotiation. And that's what we're committed to doing moving forward. And I hope we can get this contract done in the immediate future because that's what our teachers deserve. Thank you. Can you, can you uh, tell us more about this background? Who, who and what are they? Who are they hired by? Are they from your estate? Yeah, the uh, Public Employee Relations Board, which is the body that sort of uh, oversees the, the, the administration of the Taylor Law in New York State, appoints uh, the fact finder, and that's selected by that individual. The parties really do not have um, a say in, in who gets selected. Uh, each party could object if they like, if they've had a prior history or... Um, they believe there's some sort of bias based on their past uh, employment history. Neither party did that. Um, you know, as I said, Mr. Redden is a, is a local gentleman. Um, uh, he's a Buffalo guy. I think, you know, it, 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 most of his past experience was representing unions, um, you know, in his work. So, you know, he wasn't, you know, coming at this, you know, but I, I felt that, you know, he, um, throughout this process, really... Uh, showed the parties that he understood, um, uh, you know, the, the, the complexity of, of the issues and the facts that were being submitted to him. Do you think this will help move negotiations at all? In my view, I, I can't speak for, um, you know, I've sort of seen some of the comments. I, 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 I would hope that it does. Um, hope is not, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, Hope is not, I'd like something stronger. I mean, my expectation is that it will. The expectation it was that it, it, it would. And so, like I said, we're going to anchor ourselves around this report. We, we feel it's very informative on the issues, um, like I said, from a neutral, biased, uh, unbiased person. And, um, you know, uh, we've committed ourselves to this process because we want a deal done. And, and our expectation is that it will, um, it will uh, guide us to one. It's not preferable. It's unorthodox. Um, like Dr. Williams said, you know, we've settled 10 out of 11 others. Uh, uh, 10 of the 11 of, uh, of our union contracts, none of them were done in the public. You know, it seems every time this one comes around, that's sort of the, the, the field that we play on. And, and, you know, as I've said from the beginning, those tactics will be met head on um, and they will be addressed head on. And so while I'm uncomfortable with it. I don't think anybody is comfortable with it or prefers it, but you know we feel it's necessary, you know, at this juncture. And I hope moving forward, you know, from this point forward, that we can stop with uh, those sort of tactics, um, you know, and and really commit ourselves to to doing the work that's necessary at the table uh, to get a contract done for our teachers. That's where this really has to get done. It's not going to get done any other way. Um, so I, I, I answer your question. To see the results of the fact finder being pretty heavily weighted towards a lot of the proposals you guys were presenting, did 
surprise you in any way? Did that um, you know, please you in the sense that going into negotiations you'll have a, a heavier bag to potentially do? Well, look, there, there, this isn't a winning or losing game, right? Uh, the win here, the success in this sort of thing, is when you get a contract. Um, we expected that, we expected the result because, as I said before, we, we took a very reasonable, generous, fair approach to making the offer that we did. We've never denied that we're well financed. You know, we've never denied or said that we can't afford a new contract. We've never said our teachers don't deserve a new contract. We've said everything to, to the contrary. Um, and so I think what I am pleased with is that a neutral, objective third party recognized that we, as a school district, are trying to get this deal done. And we have made a great offer to our teachers to do that. And I think that's what I'm most pleased with. And, and, and I think we expected and we knew the facts and the evidence and the data supported the positions that we were taking. So you've got this report now. What's the next step? Do you have a, a next date to when you'd be meeting with the union potentially to discuss these findings? No, not at this point. And I, I expect that we will uh, within the next uh, you know, several weeks, uh, at least set some dates uh, to meet again. The next step for us is we're going to be speaking with our board tonight. Um, they're not here uh, because, you know, they, they need to be briefed by us. And, and you know, um, we will discuss what, if any, step they take uh, moving forward. And certainly we will be seeking their superintendent and I and our team will be seeking their guidance and advice on how they would like us to proceed um, in light of this report. They do have it, um, and I think we look forward to that discussion with, with our Board of Education tonight. And then we'll, we're going to go from there. Do you think this will put pressure on the negotiating committee from the rank and file of the teachers when they hear the results of this? Uh, I'm not going to speak for the teachers um, or, you know, I think, you know, as, as I said, um, you know, teachers, it, they deserve a contract and um, every day that goes by is a day they don't have one um, and a day that they don't have, you know, additional resources in their pockets for their families. And, you know, I hope both parties recognize that and come to the table to get this done. Is the lack of a contract affecting recruiting and hiring new teachers or keeping more valuable teachers to you or experienced teachers? I'm going to um, just defer to uh, our Chief of Human Resources, Tammy Holly McGee, um, who would be the best person to answer that question. Thank you for that question. It's um, extremely important that we settle this contract in hopes that we can attract and keep our uh, very, very strong, committed teachers in our Buffalo Public Schools. So that has been a major factor in ensuring that we uh, come to the table reasonably, fair, and um, with good sound business acumen to make sure that we keep the district in a good financial spot, but also make sure that our teachers are fairly and competitively, competitively compensated. Is the uncertainty affecting you in hiring new teachers or I mean, keeping 
ones you have from leaving for other districts? It's from both ends, actually, yes. It's from both ends. We've hit, we, we do a strong recruiting effort um, to try to bring in new teachers, and we hear from them that, you know, they're very concerned about the fact that there's no uh, contract for the teachers in our district currently. So um, all we can say is that we're trying to come to the table with a fair and a competitive contract. So uh, we're trying to get that communication out as we are recruiting. And then we also want our teachers that we have still on board and are committed to our students to know that we are committed to coming up with a reasonable and a fair contract for them. Well, you know, and interestingly, we, as the superintendent said, you know, she's, she's been on the job since July. Um, she came to the table, I think, starting around September. Um, we, even during fact-finding, we were still trying to negotiate and wanted to get a deal done before we got this report, you know, if, if, that, if that was possible. But the federate, you know, we were still about, you know, as you'll see in the report, one point, you know, four billion apart. And so, like I said, it wasn't one of those, well, we can just meet in the middle here, um, you know, and, and understanding that what that one point, it would mean financial devastation, you know, not only to our, to our school district, the city of Buffalo, state of New York, who we rely on, so, you know, almost exclusively for our funding, um, and so it, like I said, it, it, I, had, I had expected that there would be sort of a shift. And I hope that, you know, as we all reflect on, on this document and what a, a neutral objective third party says, that there will be a, a change in mindset, you know, and a change in position, you know, the next time we meet, you know, that brings us closer together. And not saying you won't be able to reach a contract, but if you aren't able to, what other options are left for you with this fact finder's report seeming to be, um, you know, in advanced stage? This is the, this is, this is the end of the line. As I said, we're, we're now ready to move beyond and, you know, we consider these issues to be mostly resolved. Of course, we will sit down and, and talk, you know, and negotiate, um, but we're, we're ready to settle this. Um, there is no end. Uh, with these things. Uh, there is no real other step. Nobody can come in and enforce terms on the parties. It's, it's up to the parties to get a deal done. You know, now, PERB may send in what's called a super conciliator, which is just another fa a fancy way to say another mediator uh, to try to have conversations with the parties. Um, but that's about it. Other than that, it's up to, up to us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.